If your AC is blowing hot air, let O'Reilly Auto Parts help bring back the cool this summer. While you may need to eventually service your AC unit, get immediate relief with Interdynamics Arctic Freeze R134A refrigerant with leak sealer for $32.99. O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Limit supply. See store for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Blog Talk Radio. a non-profit, non-political, and non-sectarian organization on the roster of the Economic and Social Council of the United Nations and concerned with the establishment of world cooperation and goodwill presents Inner Sight with your host, Robert Anderson. He, with Sarah and Dale McKechnie, President and Vice President of Lucis Trust, will discuss philosophical and spiritual topics essential to everyday life. Now here's your host, Robert Anderson. Welcome. Inner sight is simply seeing that which is always present, but not yet fully recognized. You have within you the ability to see yourself and the world around you in a new way with new eyes. So... Stay with us and together, we'll look at the world and ourselves with inner sight. Our topic for today, the spiritual roots of depression. And before we explore this topic, I'd like to say a few words about Alice Bailey, founder of the Lucis Trust. Lucis Trust sponsors this show. Alice Bailey wrote 24 volumes of literature, and those 24 volumes of literature are the main inspiration for the dialogue that you hear on this show. The following thought is also from the works of Alice Bailey. Just as long as one identifies oneself with his emotions, just as long as one interprets life in terms of his moods and feelings, just as long as one reacts to desire, just so long will he have his moments of despair, darkness, doubt, distress, and depression. They're due to the glamour of the emotional plane, which reverses and deceives. Why does it seem that more people are depressed today than ever before? Or is that just how it seems? Well, I suppose each person would answer that according to their own perception, but it does seem that we hear a lot more about depression today, and um, just the other day I was riding on the subway and I listened or overheard a man telling another person, who I believe was a complete stranger until that moment, of how he had never really recovered from September 11th, and I think that has made a major impact on, on many people, but that's not the only circumstance. Uh, this nation is at war, and there are many cleavages in relationships on a global level, let alone what's happening on the personal level between a lot of people. There's probably more awareness of depression because there's more awareness of personality. 
But at the same time, this particular society is founded on the intrinsic belief that all people have a right to the pursuit of happiness. It's um, ingrained in our uh, Declaration of Independence, I think, by Thomas Jefferson and the Founding Fathers. So I suppose we feel obligated to be happy, in a sense. And if we're not happy to pursue it, and if we aren't obtaining it, what's wrong with us? Maybe a better term than the pursuit of happiness would be the pursuit of fulfillment, or the pursuit of um, self-realization, or something like that. I was thinking about depression, and I thought, well, I'll Google it and see what comes up. So I went on the Internet and I found the National Institute of Mental Health, which has all kinds of suggestions for depression. Many of them require taking a pill. (laughs) (laughs) And, of course... That's the answer most of the time. (laughs) Well, if you really suffer from clinical depression, which, as I understand it, is a major and very serious disease, uh, by all means, seek medical help and take a pill if your physician uh, suggests it. That's, That's crippling. And people who suffer from depression on that level, as I understand it, have difficulty just getting out of bed and getting on with their life. There's another type of depression that is just kind of a free-floating angst and melancholia that many of us are probably familiar with, with, perhaps briefly, perhaps for years at a time. And I think that's the level of depression we're talking about here today. What was interesting to me was that the website of the National Institute for Mental Health listed a number of things to do about this level of depression. Many of them were sensible, but nowhere did they suggest seeking spiritual help or looking for a spiritual cause. That's so, interesting. Yeah. yeah. Couldn't they have said, while maintaining separation of church and state, see uh, a religious uh, counselor if you are so inclined? Is that so terrible? But there was no suggestion like that. No, that's not so terrible. That's that's just one of the um, tragedies, I think, of the uh, present uh, system, uh, medical system, that uh, there isn't this recognition of the soul. And if there is, why uh, they they don't give it much uh, credence or too much um, uh, power that having any control over our lives but in fact as we know from our studies with the Alice Bailey teachings that um, there is a tremendous amount of uh, uh, cause there by the soul it is the presence of the soul that is causing this um, uh, what what is called friction and a lot of the friction that we have in our lives is this uh, trying to strive for the good, and she describes it as uh, the good, searching for the good. And uh, people um, are always searching to better themselves. And when they don't, then they get depressed. And they have this fear of failure and this sense of failure, and this leads to depression. But there is very little, um, uh, very, very little um, striving to to find any spiritual roots to it, which is the title of this program, The Spiritual Roots of Depression. And that's what we really want to get at today. The opening thought, which came from Alice Bailey, mentioned glamour. Um, She said that distress, doubt, darkness, and depression are due to glamour, the glamour of the emotional plane, which 
reverses and deceives. We've talked on recent programs about glamour, and uh, to refresh everyone's memory, that's the term from the Alice Bailey writings for the distorted view of oneself, of life, of the world, that is the view that's colored by emotion and feeling and desire. We might think we're thinking a pure thought or that we have a pure mentally-based idea of reality, but quite often it's actually a mixture of personal desire, feeling, emotion, and some degree of um, the mind. And the combination of the two is what creates what we call glamour. We're not talking about the glamour of Hollywood movies. We're talking about the glamour of the distorted um, un- fog through which many of us view the world. And this is a, a major factor in the creation of depression. I think Alice Bailey would say that as the mind develops and the educational level, the spirit of inquiry develops in the human being, so does the capacity to generate more glamour. And perhaps that's why there's more depression today. Well, yes, I think we have our, as the mind begins to develop and gain more control over our lives and the way we think, and uh, it it begins to... uh, uh, it begins to become a power unto itself, and there is a striving for a betterment, for it's always something better. And I think that that is actually an impulse that comes by way of the soul, this striving for betterment, because this is what the soul is trying to do also, but not in the way that we might uh, understand it. But it is this driving for betterment or trying to produce a more perfect instrument in this physical world uh, that uh, creates that problem when it comes into contact with the uh, personality life. One feature, one essential quality of the soul is light. And as we develop spiritually, as we move forward in our evolutionary progress, we bring in light. And that sounds so lovely. But one of the first effects of light is that it shines on the lower aspects of the personality, first of all. It doesn't necessarily bring a vision of God or illumination of of the really um, highest levels of um, life. It first shines upon our equipment, so to speak, our vehicles, our emotional, mental, and physical habits and customs and all that we have created over countless lifetimes as a personality is illumined by this inpouring light of the soul. And that's where a lot of the glamour arises because we might, as a striving soul, get a glimpse of an inner spiritual reality that awakens and stimulates and inspires us. But then, unfortunately, all the light seems to do at first is shine upon how unworthy we are of attaining that light, of how much within us is unredeemed and unrefined and, uh, well, we can all choose our adjectives. Uh, A few come to my mind. It's not a pretty sight. And this can be, to the sensitive seeker, overwhelming if they're not careful. It it reveals a great deal of work to be done, we could say. Mm -hmm. And that is the result of the, and that is a a product of the, the friction Mm -hmm. that's created by the soul uh, 
imposing its energies on the personality life and the mind and the astral nature of the personality and the inability of that personality to measure up to what it perceives as being striving for the good. It never quite makes it, I think, and that's where discouragement sets in. Well, maybe you shouldn't say it never quite makes it. It doesn't quite attain the vision that it sees at that particular moment. Yeah. And um, we have a sense of time that says, I must uh, attain this vision I glimpse right now, or if not tomorrow, today, tomorrow. Uh, we want it very, very fast, and that's the nature of human beings. Once we get our, our minds set on something, we want to achieve it. I suppose the soul, from its perspective, sees life as um, not an eternity exactly, but with all the time in the world. It's the frustrated, prideful personality that wants instant gratification. Again, again, it's probably desire at work, isn't it? The desire to be Mm -hmm. seen as better than we really are. And it's the the desire of the soul that comes in conflict with the desire of that outer uh, personality nature, the the expression that it has created in the world. Mm -hmm. And uh, that uh, never seems to measure up to the... doesn't always seem to measure up to the, the real demands of the soul that it kind of uh, senses. There, there is this inner sense that I want to be better, I want to produce something better, and then you can't quite make it, and, uh, you know, the business fails, so it's my fault, etc., etc. So you, one falls into a, a deep depression over that. But that's really not what the soul is concerned about, really. No, that's um, Mm -hmm. focusing on the outer aspects of life, and the soul is often concerned with elements that are pure quality and uh, not outer events and relationships. But they seem very real, and they are meaningful to us as we live our lives on the outer planes. And as Alice Bailey said, all mystics, all spiritual seekers can bear witness to this period, but it is just a cycle that has to be lived through, as she put it, until the pure light of day drives away all the shadows and darkness. Mm-hmm. It's as if the person who is opening up to the spiritual life sees too much all at once. I suppose it would be the equivalent of going from a darkened room in, into a spotlight, and you're momentarily a bit blinded. And it leaves you not very satisfied with the room you just left, which was more comfortable because darkness is often comfortable, but it also doesn't reveal or it doesn't verify that you have attained what you have glimpsed. You just see a bit of an opening, an aperture, and this is what serves for the seeker as enough to draw him forward if he doesn't give in to depression. And here we're talking about the attitude of the little self The soul, I suppose, is not the least bit discouraged. It's just our prideful, um, egotistical little self that perhaps would like to be better, more beautiful, more uh, wise than it really is. And if we put all of our eggs into that basket, we can feel rather discouraged. But for the soul, the progress might be uh, more than encouraging. For those people who just tuned in, you're listening to Inner Sight, our topic for today. 
The Spiritual Roots of Depression. And we have a special offer from Lucis Publishing Company. And that's the Alice Bailey book, Serving Humanity. Serving Humanity is a compilation of extracts from all 24 books by Alice Bailey. That's available for $19. Now, the special offer comes in the form of free shipping and handling. And what you need to do, though, is write a little notation so that you heard about the offer on Inner Sight. So, once again, Serving Humanity, a compilation of extracts from all 24 books by Alice Bailey, is available today for $19. Serving Humanity, a little bit about Serving Humanity, it's an inspiring compilation of extracts that will help the reader's understanding of true service and why it's so important to spiritual development. So once again, send a check or a money order, $19, to Lucis Publishing, 120 Wall Street, New York, New York, 10005. Uh, once again, $19 check or money order to Lucis, L-U-C-I-S, Lucis Publishing, 120 Wall Street, New York, New York, 10005. Now, we have a website. The website is uh, www.lucistrust.org. Once again, www.lucistrust.org. And all of our InterSight programs can be heard on our website. On the home page, you'll find a link to today's program, which will be available for hearing in a day or two. Last week's program is already available, and many of our past programs can also be heard. Once again, www.lucistrust.org. Uh, the theme of each week's program is posted in advance on our website. Also, you can see in advance what next Sunday's program will be. And we also have a, a toll-free number if you need to get in contact with us for any reason, if you'd like to know about meditation med- meetings, or if you'd like a general package of information about Lucis Trust. The uh, most frequently asked question, is it a religion? No, it's not. It's a spiritual philosophy organization, people from all religious backgrounds uh, meet with us and talk about common themes of spiritual development. Uh, The toll-free number, 1-866-695-8247, The easy way to remember it is 1-866-NY-LUCIS. Think of 1-866-NEW-YORK-LUCIS and we appreciate those tax-deductible donations that you send. We certainly um, have been putting them to good use. Uh, those donations is what keep us on the air. So if you'd like to continue donating, and we hope you do, uh, send your donations to Lucis Trust, 120 Wall Street, New York, New York, 10005. Uh, as you were talking, I was thinking about um, uh, spiritual roots of depression. I just couldn't help but uh, but think about something I heard just yesterday. And uh, A friend of mine uh, seemed very depressed, and I, I said, what's wrong? What's going on with you? And he said, you know, he said, I'm all alone. He said, my mother and father have moved off to Florida, and here I am, 35 years old. They've moved off to Florida, and um, I've broken up with my wife, and uh, my kid has gone too, and uh, my my sisters and brothers, they're off in Texas uh, someplace on some job they've got, but uh, he felt, I guess, well, all of a sudden it hit him, it impacted mm-hmm. him, that he felt such a feeling of um, of solitude. And I also mm-hmm. thought about what you're saying, that uh, 
Uh, sometimes with depression too, we have an inner uh, desire for spiritual development that we don't acknowledge. And um, is that more or less what you're saying too? That we're yes. We want to develop spiritually. We're kind of, kind of not acknowledging that deep need within us to uh, develop along spiritual lines. Well, I think you're right. There are many causes of depression, and um, I think one of them can be, as you said, uh, an indication that there's a hunger that's not being met, a hunger for something, for relationship, as in the case of your friend who has to build a new... uh, um, Well, I can't... I'm trying to think of my, my vocabulary fails me from time to time. He has to build a new field of relationships for... Oh, that's so common today. Everybody's yeah. family is all over the world today. They all <laughs> run off to somewhere else. And uh, it can be quite a, a devastating yeah. um, uh, period for him, and I wish him well. But as you say, the another type of depression can be the um, sense of a kind of an emptiness uh, that... One might have attained all of one's material goals, perhaps his professional goals even, and yet wonder what's missing. Mm. And that can be, I think, a kind of a wake-up call. Depression can be, in a sense, a healthy sign that um, somebody, in this case the soul, is Mm. observant and prompting the recognition of more to be attained in life. If we were fat and happy all the time, like slugs, would we ever grow? Probably not. And yet, as I said early on, I think we are conditioned to believe that we should be happy. Happiness is certainly preferable to sadness, but we're sort of driven to it in this society, and if we don't attain it, we wonder how we've um, uh, failed. And sometimes depression can be a, a positive provocation if it leads us to change. Well, the pursuit of happiness is so it's right ingrained in our constitution, and uh, <clears throat> so it's it's kind of what people are expected to uh, to pursue some form of happiness, and that usually is some kind of material happiness. <clears throat> and I think that's the least happy happiness mm-hmm. that uh, one can uh, that one can acquire, because eventually you realize that. Uh, <clears throat> this uh, material happiness doesn't doesn't bring you happiness. It br- may bring you a lot of pain and grief. But maybe everybody has to find that out for himself. Well, exactly. Sure. Yeah. I mean, that's all the testing period, and uh, I think that's why there is so much uh, dissatisfaction because a lot of people are finding that out that uh, it doesn't doesn't bring them real happiness at all. It doesn't bring them fulfillment. There's another cause of depression, which is, I think, an over-preoccupation uh, with the personal self. And I notice in the present times that there is a lot of focus on the individual. I mean, there are even magazines called Self. It's all about me these days. And... Um, it can cause one to be overly aware of oneself and what one thinks one should have, and of course it helps one to recognize what one doesn't have and probably believes he should have. And it's all a bit too much focus on the on the personal self that opens the door to self-pity. And uh, that, of course, is a major ailment of the very privileged. I think people who are truly struggling, for example, people who live in 
third world countries and so on don't suffer from self-pity they're too busy trying to survive uh, literally to stay alive free from disease free from starvation and so on but the more affluent societies probably allow enough time to uh, focus on the self and that can let in a tendency to depression but all, all things I think have their constructive side and perhaps that's just a phase toward a greater spiritual sensitivity it might be one more path to uh, the realization of the soul the undying uh, inner nature we all come through that doorway I think through different different ways and I think the the realization of the soul is, is really what has to be discussed today more and more because the soul is who we are essentially and at, at the spiritual angle. And uh, if there is a, a recognition more of the soul and the part that it plays in our life and in the effects that it has on it, uh, the very subtle effects then I think it opens up a whole new, uh, well, for example, a whole new way of psychology. Uh, there aren't too many psychotherapists out there today, I don't think, that are, are bringing or employing the nature of the soul or, or the position of the soul or even mentioning the soul in people's ailments and diseases. And I think that's uh, one of the great drawbacks that needs to be corrected. Well, one psychologist who did was Roberto Assagioli, mm -hmm. who founded uh, a method of um, psychology called psychosynthesis. And he emphasized uh, the transcendent self as the path to health and the path away from depression. And he had a series of exercises in his teachings that caused people to periodically remind themselves I am not my thoughts, I am not my feelings, I am not my physical sensations. I have thoughts, I have feelings, I have sensations, but they do not define or express who I really am. And this disengagement between what we feel and sense and even think and what our true nature as the soul is, is I think an important step on the path to... Um, uh, mental health and well-being. The writings of Alice Bailey gave a bit of advice on this line. She said, cultivate happiness. Knowing that depression and an over-morbid investigation of motive and undue sensitiveness to the criticism of others leads to a condition where the person is almost useless. Happiness is based on confidence in the God within, she said, on a true and just appreciation of time, and a forgetfulness of self. She said, take all the glad things that may come as trusts to be used to spread joy, and rebel not at happiness and pleasure in service. Suffering comes, she said, as the lower self rebels. Control that lower self, eliminate desire, and all is joy. So with that thought, um, maybe we can continue this discussion in another program. It's such a fascinating topic. Oh, it sure sounds like a wonderful idea. At any rate, please take advantage of the special offer from Lucis Publishing Company, and that's the Alice Valley book, Serving Humanity. Serving Humanity is a compilation of extracts from all 24 books by Alice Valley. It's available for $19. Uh, 
the special offer comes in the form of free shipping and handling. Um, just uh, attach a little note saying you heard about the offer on Inner Sight. A little bit about Serving Humanity. <coughs> Serving Humanity is an inspiring compilation of extracts, extracts that will help the reader's understanding of true service and why it's so important to spiritual development. Um, and also, uh, would you, uh, Sarah, would they be able to find out more about Spiritual Roots of Depression from the Alice Bailey book, Serving Humanity? Um, yes, I believe there is a chapter or two on discouragement in there, mm-hmm. which is closely aligned with depression. Okay, well, that would certainly relate to today's discussion. So what you need to do is send a check or money order, $19, to Lucis Publishing, 120 Wall Street, New York, New York, 10005. You've been listening to Inner Sight. Now we would like to close with a world prayer called The Great Invocation. It's a call for light and love and goodwill to flow into the world and into our hearts. Let's listen for a moment to these powerful words. From the point of light within the mind of God, Let light stream forth into human minds. Let light descend on earth. From the point of love within the heart of God, let love stream forth into human hearts. May the coming one return to earth. From the center where the will of God is known, let purpose guide all little human wills. The purpose which the masters know and serve. From the center which we call the human race, let the plan of love and light work out, and may it seal the door where evil dwells. Let light and love and power restore the plan on earth. Amazon has everything for back to school. Zebra lunchbox? Check. Cool Adidas gear like t-shirts, shoes, and backpacks? Check. Triceratops folders and pencils? Check. Lasercat t-shirts? Check. Get your back to school shopping done now at Amazon.com slash back to school and enjoy free shipping on millions of items. No need to leave your home or hassle with crowds. Amazon.com. No better place to get everything back to school from A to Z.